Hello and welcome to episode 322 of the Rollo and Slappy Show. Today is September 12th, 2022. I am Rollo McFlugel and with me is Slappy Jones. Show notes page for this episode will be mcflugel.com slash 322. And this will be Get On Zero episode number 28. So Slappy, um, we, uh, we are one day removed from kind of a big day for everyone. You know what day that was? Yeah, it was Sunday. Yeah, I was going to say, yes, September 11th. Ah. It's my parents' anniversary for their wedding. So How about it? Congrats to the, or, uh, yeah, congrats to them and happy anniversary yeah. to them. Still going strong, huh? Mm-hmm. Yep. So, um, <laughs> and also the uh, NFL season started, so any thoughts there, Slappy? Uh, we, we get to do another year of talking about Jalen Hurts. Yeah, I mean, the birds won. That's good. Yeah. They beat uh, Detroit. But I think what's really uh, the big story of the weekend was Bubba Wallace winning in Kansas. Um, although he's not in the playoffs, a big win for him. His win last year was in a rain shortened race. Uh, he was kind of a baby on Twitter and in the media because everyone's saying it's not a real win. Well, he got his real win. Congratulations, Bubba. There we go. Um, but yeah, fantasy football started. I lost because I have the quarterback from, I know, it's my own fault. Uh, Dak Prescott got me Ooh. zero points. Yeah. And I lose by two. And he still has another player going tonight, so I'm going to get smoked. But I'm losing by two, and I have no more players left. I lost by two points. Dak scored zero points for me. And now yeah. he's out for six weeks or eight weeks or whatever. Yeah. Um, he's – it's funny. I was – I didn't know. I was watching that game last night and turned it off right after uh, Tampa scored a touchdown. It's a Tom and, Terrific. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Dallas just wasn't doing anything at all. They just looked kind of anemic. Um, and then I woke, I, I found out this morning at work, someone was telling me, like, oh, yeah, and Dak Prescott, you know, broke his thumb or something. He's out like six to eight weeks. I'm like, oh, man, that stinks. Yeah. Because, I mean, I think, I remember when watching his rookie year in the preseason and uh, not really know much about it, but seeing him playing and going, ah, crap, he looks good. Yeah. Um, but then I go yeah. on Twitter this morning, like looking to see what's, and everyone's like, Dak Prescott's the most overrated quarterback ever. I was like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm an Eagles fan. So I like hate Dallas um, with the fire of a thousand suns, but like, I've never considered Dak to be overrated. I don't know what you think. So if you're going to be technical, I did consider him overrated kind of not really because he was, I don't know. I think he was like drafted in the fourth round. But I remember yeah. there was a little bit of hype around him in Mississippi state. And I thought like, Oh, you're just doing this. Cause he's playing in the sec, the sec, yeah, they're very top-heavy with Alabama. Um, no one else was competing with Alabama. I, I can hear the SEC people tell me about LSU. Okay, they've had like a team here and there. Um, the rest of it stinks, except for Georgia now. Um, so I thought he was a little hyped up because ESPN loves the SEC. And I'm like, all right, I've seen the guy play a handful of times, not even. Yeah, whatever. Uh, but he had a pretty fast start to his NFL career, if I remember yep. correctly. And that's not an easy thing to do. Um, so, you know, he's been in the league now for a while. How many years? Six years? Seven years. Six, seven seven years? years, they're saying, which is yeah. shocking. I didn't Crazy. realize it was that, that long. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess there's a knock on him for not 
they still haven't won a playoff game in ages, right? Yeah, but they're the Cowboys, so I don't. I mean, does anyone think they're ever winning anything? No. I mean, it's been. <laughs> I don't think anyone in the NFL. Well, Tom, Tom Terrific, obviously, maybe a couple handful of people were alive when the Cowboys last won a uh, Super Bowl. So, yeah. Um, I mean, I vaguely remember it, and I'm old. Yeah, I don't. What was it? Ninety five. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I was, they won uh, in what they won in nine. They won 93, and ninety four, ninety five. They didn't win three in a row, right? They won three in four years, and then I the think so. Niners won in between. Steve Young's Super Bowl. Yeah, maybe Barry Switzer was the coach of the last one. I can't remember. Jimmy Johnson won the first two. Um, they beat the Bills right. in the first two, uh, and then who they beat Pittsburgh maybe or or. I don't even know. Or was it New England? New England tuna. Uh, no, went to I don't a Super think it was New Bowl. They lost uh, to Green Bay. The New England lost to Green Bay. Yeah, but Drew Bledsoe. Yeah, he lost to Brett Favre. Yeah, right? I okay. remember that. Yeah, yeah. So it had to be Pittsburgh, the Stillers. Is that with like Cordell Stewart? Probably. I can't remember who the quarterback was. Kevin Green was their linebacker, I believe. I could be wrong. Which I think he. Kevin Green, did he pass away? He was a Hall of Famer. I don't know. I don't know. It was a long time ago. It's all off the top of my head. I might have been wrong about everything I just said. Yeah. Sure someone will correct you. Someone who really cares. Yeah. It was funny. I was talking to my uh the co op this morning about stuff and uh we got on the topic of the of the Dolphins because they beat the uh, Patriots and he's a Jets fan. So he was, he was loving that. Excited about that. Sure. And uh, I was like, who is, you know, they've got Tua down there as a quarterback. And I'm like, who is the quarterback? Like who's been the quarterback since Marino? Cause we, Oh, that, that's how the conversation started. It was like, um, you know, you can't, I don't, when was the last time the Dolphins were relevant? Um, and they kind of 72. No, yeah. I don't know. I mean, Marino had good teams, but they could never, yeah. but they were relevant. And I was yeah. like, I, I said something like, yeah, I mean, it's like, it's pretty bad. When was the last, the only time that you could like say, oh man, we got killed by the Dolphins and it could be kind of like half respectable when Marino was the quarterback. Yeah. And then we're like, who have been the quarterbacks for the Dolphins over the, since Marino? And we looked it up and it was like, I could, he said Ryan Tannehill and I was like, I think Chad Pennington was there and it was just, it's just like a long list of despair and just mediocrity. AJ, is AJ touchy feely was down there. Yeah. He, uh, after Andy Reed made him look like a superstar when, uh, not only did Maybe Donovan he made Andy go down, Reed look like a superstar. Could have been, could have been. That was a fun Eagles year, though. McNabb. It was. Coy Detmer, maybe, was was that that year? Yeah. McNabb broke his leg against yeah, the uh, like or his foot against the Cardinals and threw for five touchdowns or something. Then after the game, it was like, oh, yeah, by the way, he's got a broken foot, so he's done for a while. Coy Detmer yeah, comes in. Coy Detmer, I think it was, he gets hurt. Was it a Monday night game against the Niners? And the Niners Probably. were good. Yeah. And Coy Detmer just went in and just lit him up, doing the whip. Mm-hmm. And then he got hurt, and then you think like, "Oh man, like we're out of we're out of magic." 
And then uh, AJ, AJ Feely won a few. Maybe he won one game that year, but a few the next year. I, I can't remember. No, he, he won like a couple years. three out of four games or something. Yeah. Like he, he, he did a good job really, here. Yeah. He just played within himself, did what he had to do. Just they ran. They Andy Reid changed the offense a little bit, became a little more West Coast, short passes, used the running back a little bit more. And uh, it, was, it was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, AJ Feely went to Oregon, I believe. Yeah, I don't know. Um, look him up, see what he's up to these days. But that's like the that's that's what you like to see from a from a good team is that like someone very important, like your quarterback, your franchise quarterback, in the case of McNabb, goes down and uh, just to go out there and win games and don't really don't miss a beat. Uh, so we'll see what happens. Do you think quarterbacks that. are important to a football team? They are the least important position. <laughs> no, no, they're very important. Like, but yeah, no, I, I, I got you. That's a, that's a good team. Next man up. Yep. So rolling through. We'll see how good Dallas is. With yeah, uh, who's their back? I don't even. Who came Cooper, in? Cooper Rush, I think. No, uh, no. So. I mean, as Eagles fans, we had some pretty painful years. No, we haven't. Uh, what are you talking about? You don't remember when Vince Young was our starter for a while or Mike McMahon? Man, I remember my entire childhood up until uh, like two, maybe 99-ish. Remember they lost to the greatest show on turf in the playoffs, and that was my first time really remembering like an Eagles playoff run. 99? Oh, yeah. they, lo- they lost to – Oh, oh, oh. I was thinking of the uh, – okay. Yeah. I think it was 99 or 2000. It was around there. No, they, they, lost, to the, the they lost to the Giants their first time. And um, Well, they, when they lost – I don't remember. Um, I know they McNab- won – You're saying with McNabb and Reed? Probably. Yeah. After they, Ray Rhodes. They beat the um, – they beat the Bucks in the wild card round and then lost to Kerry Collins and the Giants in the divisional round. Was that when? Um, no, that was a Bucks player. I, I don't know. I, not not drawing I'm a blank. Pretty there. sure. I think the fight. Then it, I mean, I guess you know we do have the internet. We could probably look it up. But I know there was one year they lost to the Rams, and I think it was the NFC Championship game. And the Rams were the best team in football. That was Marshall Falk and uh, uh, who were the receivers? Isaac Bruce and Tory Holt. Tory Holt. And they were they were loaded on offense. Yeah, it was uh, 2002. That was 2002? Um, yeah. Oh, it had to be 2002 playoffs. That had to be my junior year. No, that would have been my senior year. Then the following year, they lost to the Bucks. Then the following year, they lost to the Panthers. Yes. Yeah, they had three NFC championship games in a row. Mm. Each more painful. I mean, I remember the Rams. The, I mean, yeah, it was the greatest show on turf. They only lost by five points. Yeah, but I remember even thinking that wasn't that close. Like when they lost to New England in the Super Bowl, they lost by like less like a field goal or less. I can't remember what the final score was. Yeah, it was like twenty four to twenty one or something. Yeah. Um But anyway. Eagles are gonna win the Super Bowl this year, so that's good. Of course. I mean there's no one else in their way. Easily Easily get six division wins. 
over the Redskins, the Giants, and the Cowboys. And, yeah, uh, I mean, even before Dak Prescott going down, it was like they – I mean, they just have to not mess up and win the division. Yeah. Which, I think – actually, when do you think the last time any NFC's team went undefeated in the division? Didn't someone do it like a year or two ago? Maybe. I don't I know. I don't, I don't follow like I used to. I think Dallas might have done it recently. But then like it's – halfway it's it's like dallas's it's funny here's the nfc east in a nutshell over the last five years or something um and even before this for some teams the redskins come out and they start like four and two and everyone's like wow the redskins are actually good this year and then the rest of the year they go like one and nine and it's just that's what the redskins do um and they started off that way because they won yesterday so they'll have that. The Giants have just been bad and just, yeah, just bad. I don't expect them to do much else, even though they, they also won yesterday. And then it's always been like Dallas's, you know, division to win because the Eagles are just kind of like sputtering around and like three and five in the first eight games. And then they'll be like five and eight. And it'll be like, actually, the Eagles control their own destiny to make the, make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And they somehow, like, rip off, like, you know, winning seven of eight at the end of the year or something. And, and Dallas just crumbles apart. And, uh, you know, like an eight and eight team wins, <laughs> wins the division, something yep. something absurd. So I do think the Eagles are a better team this year. I think they'll, I, I think they can get 11 wins, maybe. Well, I haven't looked uh. at their schedule. I don't know. Um, yeah, let's see. I am especially if Dallas to... isn't going to be competitive. Well, Dallas went twelve and five last year. Did they? It's a pretty good record. Yeah. Uh, I guess it was that was the wild card the Eagles got into. There was a couple of years ago the Eagles just like they somehow... did go undefeated in the division last year. That was last year. Okay. Wait, what am I missing here? One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, six, twelve and five. four. Oh no, no, they play seventeen games now. Yeah, that's, right. that's new last year. It throws me off. I don't like the extra game. I don't like it either. Season's long enough. Yep. Should contract it. Have fewer teams in the playoffs. Yeah. But anyway, this is kind of a fun time of year for sports. NFL starts. Baseball's uh, getting ready for the playoffs, and the NHL's about ready to start up, too. So, fall's a good time for sports. Yeah. I don't care about basketball or speedy speed cars that you watch, whatever I it like, is. I like the stock cars, and I'll watch basketball. But, yeah. you know. So we've probably lost all of our regular nerds that listen to yeah. us, not for our commentary on football. Um, but <laughs> the Flyers will win the cup this year, so let's switch to hockey of course. now. Of course. Yeah. The Flyers are basically, you know, I don't see any reason why they won't win the cup this year. Yeah, there's no reason. I don't know how anyone could predict otherwise. Um, 
So that'll be nice. That'll be nice in the spring. Mm-hmm. When uh, Race Lord Stanley's Cup. Yep. You go into the parade. Mm-hmm. Of Already course. took off the day of work. Oh yeah. Maybe make it a, just a whole week. Got to celebrate. <laughs> Might as well. Maybe they'll even give me a day with a cup. They should. Yeah. I am. I am. Robert Esch's number one uh, defender, after all. So, uh-huh. thought that he's been on the team for fifteen years or whatever. His his um, responsible goals against for several years was zero. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he won the Jennings Trophy the one year too. Shared it with Roman Czechmonic. He was uh, I, I, me and my cousin are the two biggest uh, Robert Esch. Defenders. Go. Yeah, it's a shame. It's a shame he didn't have like slightly better defenders in front of him. No, in all seriousness, though, like he played really well. Um, and it wasn't like he wasn't bad. Like you look at look at what he did, and he he was. Let's do a Twitter poll after this episode and just say, "Have you ever heard of Robert Esch?" And see how many people say yes and how many people say no. Yeah, but like, if you ask the same people in our groups and you ask them, like, "Have you ever heard of Martin Brodeur?" You'd probably get like three more people would <laughs> would say yeah. No, but that's the point. We're recording right now. Yeah. All right. Well, it can't be me doing it because I am in a Twitter timeout. Currently. Oh, really? What'd you do? I didn't even notice. <laughs> I, I was hoping that Twitter people would be like, oh, where's Rollo? We miss Where him is so he? much. Twitter's just not the same anymore. Yeah, but apparently no one cares. I can still DM, but uh, I can't do anything else. Let me find uh, it. This was a while ago, and I don't remember. I don't really remember the context of why I tweeted this. Um, it's back. Oh, never mind. It wasn't that long ago. It was September 4th. <laughs> But I replied to at Takma1 and Asarchist because it's a bunch of F asterisk GS have F asterisk G problems. Figs? Were you talking about? No, fog. Oh, fog. Huh. Interesting. So, um,. That ended up violating our rules against hateful or Twitter's rules against hateful conduct. You may not promote violence against, threaten, or harass other people on the basis of race, ethnicity, national origin, sexual orientation, gender, gender identity, religious affiliation, age, disability, or serious disease. Um, or you know, whether or not they're a cigarette or something. Uh, so, hmm, religious stuff is... So I'm going to be an outspoken Catholic, and when people uh, say mean stuff about me being Catholic, I should be able to report them and uh, give them timeouts, too. I think there's... Nah, I mean, this is going to be annoying, but like, I think they put an exception for Catholics in that role. Yeah. Maybe. I've never heard you know, anyone get in trouble for criticizing Catholics. 
Well, you know what's funny? Like, there's only a certain type of person that, like, they see a tweet that's, like, mean, and then they go, yeah, I'm going to report this. Yeah. <laughs> like, someone could just say, like, the worst thing in the world to me, I'll just go, <laughs> I just either say something dumb back or just move on with my life and not think yeah. I need to, like, punish this person with the Twitter police. Yeah, no, I think it's funny to that. I think it's funny that anyone, like, I just think it's funny that anyone gets reported for anything. I understand you can't have, like, certain things on there, but, like, come on. Protestants? Yeah, like, Protestants. <laughs> they have no business being on Twitter. But right. outside of outside of that, um, I don't understand why someone is like, wait, that was mean. Let's report it, and hopefully we get them kicked off. Yeah, it's... Like, it's, it's stupid. Yeah, it's the internet. It's Twitter, just, like... Yeah, like if I lost my Twitter account, I'd either create a new one or just be like, oh, well. Right. Yeah. When I saw that, I thought it was a permaban at first. And I was, I just kind of like giggled about it. (laughs) All right. I guess I'll just use one of my other 15 accounts I have. Yeah. Start using that and reassemble some sort of following or something. But uh, also it's kind of peaceful. It's, it's kind of, I'm probably living a more productive and, wholesome life by not being on Twitter and replying to there's been a lot of times where I see something I still scroll through it scroll through a little bit but I like see something like ooh I want to say this mean thing back but I can't yeah there's Um, been several times I thought about saying something mean and I'm like what's the point right it's Twitter some idiot on the other he don't care and then especially with the uh, all the Queen of England stuff what uh, happened with her uh, I think she finally bought the farm And, um, how, like, so I didn't know this about the Brits, the Limeys, that when their king or queen dies, they have like 10 days of mourning or something. Yeah. And like everything shuts down in a while. Right. Like everything shuts down that there are even people like posting pictures of their, like, I think it was like a Nintendo DS or something where it was like, they tried, they turned it on. It was like, you know we should be mourning the loss of the queen. And so, you know, we basically disabled this for 10 days. <laughs> That's Which awesome. is kind of freaky that like, I think it was for only ones that were bought in, uh, in, in Britain. Um, That's awesome. But they just like have that sort of control over a consumer product that they just, yeah, we're going to shut it down. I mean, it goes to show what kind of power they have over, over that kind of stuff. Um, the other just, thing I don't get about the mon- like, what is the point of this monarch? Do they do they actually control parliament? I don't know. Like, do they do anything, or are they just like there? As far as I know, it's just a soap opera. Yeah, I always thought it was just a figurehead. Like, we have a king, but the king do- or queen, and the queen doesn't do anything. It's just there. I guess it's just like diplomat. I don't know. Dip- yeah, like you go do visits and get to shake hands or whatever you do with the king or queen. Where you can. Um- you know, record yourself while you're married to Princess Diana talking to your mistress about how you want to be your mistress's tampon. Yeah, I think that's more for the princes. Oh, before they're king. the kings, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, Don't quote me on that, but I think that's right. I don't follow that stuff. I just see stuff come across Twitter. But, like, I remember with the whole... Meghan Markle thing. 
I had a coworker who would come in and like talk about it all the time and would have an opinion on what was happening in the Royal family. And it's like, this is even like dumber. I mean, get, be interested in whatever you want to be interested in, but it's like having an opinion and, and caring about this is like dumber than watching a soap opera and getting into it. Like, you like don't, I don't even understand the draw. Like I would understand the draw more of getting into like Game of Thrones or something. Right. Right. Because there's like the story unfolding you can follow and character development and people dying. But like the royal family doesn't even do anything. Right. And you don't actually know what's going on with anything. Yeah. Like to, to think that you're just, getting like inside their lives and then it's just it's it's weird. Agree. And also like I just don't care i know i'm a dude and it seems to be more appealing to uh the females of the world no um but like not that every woman cares about it probably most don't but it's just it's just weird I, it, it just it, it you know what it is it feels so forced yeah that it's like hey this is what we want you to care about and then people just gobble it up because it's also like why why oh I mean this might be a stupid question with an obvious answer that I'm just I just don't know but why the king of like aren't there other kings and queens out there? Is it because they had the empire, like the history? I get I don't know yeah. There are kings out there. Still, I think Sweden has a king. Yeah, because we were when I went up to uh, in Stockholm, there was a uh, they have the we're at the royal palace. So I don't know what they do or what the king does there. I guess similar, but why don't we like they drop their crown and people always tell them they dropped it. Sure. I don't know what that is in reference to. I see it on Twitter. People will put a crown and say you dropped this. Oh, oh, that. Yeah. So, you know, I assume that's what they do. Yeah, they're just dropping their crowns around. They're just people are trying, just trying to find who the king is. Hey, yeah. did you drop this king? Yep. I hope no one says yes when they're not the actual king. <laughs> um, if someone added, if someone picked up the crown and said to you, I, "I think you dropped this king," would you accept it or would you be like, "Nah, I'm not the king"? No, nah, I'd take it. Yeah, so would I. Because, yeah. yeah Kings just, you just seize power. That's what you do. Yeah. No matter how. Yeah. Who elected you? No one. But that's the thing. If you have the crown, you are the king. There's no. Come and take it. Yeah. Good luck. Come and take it, you weird old man Charles who wants to be a feminine hygiene product. He's uh, cheating on your wife. He's an ugly guy. I mean, he's an old guy, but he's always an ugly he's guy. Always been ugly. Yeah. yeah. Not many. Not many. Not many people out there. I could say, like, I am better looking than you, buddy. Yeah. And I'm not a. I'm not a feminine hygiene product. So, I've got that on the king of England. Yeah. There you go. Two things. Two things. Three things. I've never cheated on my wife. True. Neither have I. Right. Which isn't saying much for me. I don't have a wife. Never had a wife. But 
It's not so. saying much for me either because it's not a possibility. Right. You're not a total scumbag. Yeah. That's what is funny, though, about like politics and everything, how they, especially for the more of the right wing people, um, like how much they like Trump and talk about, you know, He's based like a horrible and, human. Right. Like how many mistresses, how many times, you know, how many extramarital fail affairs, like the whole, uh, what was that stormy, stormy Daniels, Davis, something. And it's like, it was weird and stupid, her whole thing, but also it's like, yeah, but like no one's denying that you slept with the porn star while you were married, right? He was married during that, wasn't he? Um, I mean, yeah, I believe so. He hired her as a prostitute, and it's like that's just not good. That's degenerate behavior. Just, just even funnier that Hillary. I mean, you know, Trump's has money and is well connected in these all these circles. It's incredible that Hillary had to make up that dossier about the Russian thing. Oh yeah. Like, there's got to be plenty of dirt out there on Donald Trump, if that's what you're looking for. But I guess she had the time to rush it, so that's why they had to make it up, because there probably really was no... I mean, there's probably a tie to Russia somewhere, and you're a big business guy. But, you know, I just talked myself out of it. I mean, it shouldn't have been too hard to find a scandal for Donald Trump. Well, yeah, there's, I mean, Stormy Daniels right there, but like. Yeah. That didn't stick, real. I mean, they they pushed it hard, but it didn't. Yeah. Didn't do much. Well, it's just weird that he's like the conservative guy, hero. The ba- he's oh, so based, and it's like the dude is a womanizer, like. Yeah, totally unfaithful to his wife. Wives. Like, how is he this, like. He also sure. got the vaccine thing kicked off and also printed lots of money and shut everything down. I don't know that he shut down, but he certainly probably wasn't against it. Certainly, yeah. probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, would you rather have Hillary Clinton? In? No, but like, let's just be real yeah, about the reality. Doesn't mean because I don't like Hillary Clinton that I have to like the other guy. Right. You can't criticize the bad stuff. Oh, no. Yep. Because it's not this other person. You have to just... Only talk about the good st- or things you you can't talk about the bad stuff. It's just so silly. That's why yeah. I just rejected. So we're already a half hour in, and we're calling this a get on zero episode. And maybe it's get on zero get talking on zero about Bitcoin. Yeah, and just <laughs> not talking about it. Yeah, what have we talked about? Football. Got some flyers, Stanley Cup predictions. Yeah, the not even a England. prediction. It's just a guarantee. Right, right. We don't speculate on this show. Yeah. Only sure things, <laughs> and then the Queen of England, and then uh, Donald Trump's Trump's uh, extramarital affairs. Yes, we've pretty much run the gambit so far yeah. today. Um, but yeah, let's. So to all those still listening, <laughs> or to you who is still listening, right? Thanks, Mom. Um, yeah. no, she but, uh, off a long time ago. Yeah, I know. Um. No, I do want to talk about something, and we'll salvage this as a Get On Zero episode. And if you if you think we didn't talk enough about Get On Zero stuff and just about nonsense, I don't care. Yeah, um, and rip, but rip I will. I pretty good. No, rip rip them pretty good because it's his fault. 
I, I, whatever. Never missed a show. Never missed a week. 322 episodes, haven't missed a week. So, I have I'm allowed. I'm allowed to. Multiple weeks. Yeah. I'm allowed to, uh, you know, I can't think of the word. It's on the tip of my tongue. Not flaunt, not flourish, but. Flounder. Not flounder. Um, Fail. No. Fall? No. Whatever. Um, I'm allowed to call audibles and just kind of like talk about whatever sometimes. Okay. And because, you know, there is, you know, we're, it's libertarian Bitcoin stuff. It's tends to be a lot of doom and gloom and negativity going on. But there's a lot of that side in the world that's going on. And you might not like professional sports. You might think it's a waste of time. But I think it's I think it's fun. It's nice to. It's a nice distraction. It's something fun, interesting to watch, especially when you know the Eagles and Flyers are both winning a championship this year. Right. Right. It's good. Uh, you know, often, you know, you hang out with friends, enjoying their company, um, something to talk to about people. I think it's good. I think it's good to, it's great. to have hobbies, things you can kind of like shut your brain off for and just, uh, just enjoy some downtime. So, and then this is our podcast. We talk about whatever we want. Yeah. But, um, call it whatever we want. So if we call it get on zero, it's a get on zero episode. This is true. Um, but yeah, I do want to talk about some get on zero stuff. Um, because I was having a conversation, someone called me, a friend of ours, friend of the show, called up asking some questions about my my strategy and and how I do my uh, my little Excel spreadsheet for tracking stuff. And we kind of discussed this one little point um, that I wanted to bring up because I think it's kind of even if you're not on zero, I think this is useful information to think about and chew over because. Uh, well, I'll just go jump into it. Um, using a service like Fold, I'm not saying don't use Fold. I have a Fold card. I don't think I do. I never signed up that far. I haven't. I used to use it, and I haven't been recently. But so the thing with it. yeah, so the thing with Fold is you can buy um, gift cards mm-hmm. for stuff. Um, and then they have a debit card that's connected to, it's like a, basically a checking account that you get, uh, rewards in, in Bitcoin for using it. Right. So, um, not necessarily a bad thing, but, um, for the purposes of like trying to accumulate Bitcoin, um, especially if you're on zero, I don't think it's an optimal strategy. Now, if you're one of those people that use it to like pay your mortgage and get, you know, rewards for that, maybe that's a little bit different um, because you're not otherwise getting, probably getting any sort of cash back for that sort of thing. But for just like the generic, um, hey, I'm using this as a debit debit card and getting, and getting Bitcoin rewards, um, I actually don't think you're... Um, getting ahead if you have other opportunities of you know just using a credit How do you card mean? rewards. Yeah, so um, the way I understand this stuff works 
And uh, Jack Maller at Bitblock Boom, Jack Mallers gave a really good talk and kind of explained some of this stuff. So I'm not going to be able to explain in detail. Yeah, so if you have a problem with this, talk to Jack Mallers. Yeah, just talk to Jack Mallers. Just hit him up on Twitter. Said, yeah. "Hey." Uh, but um, the, a lot of these like Bitcoin companies, these services, they're not doing using like anything special on the back end for like you know, credit cards or, or debit cards or, or these like reward services. Um, you know, Visa is Visa and yeah. they I think offer my fold card says Visa on it. I'm pretty sure right. it's that or MasterCard, but I think it's Visa. Yeah. But these, these companies, payment processing companies, they don't like set something up specifically necessarily for these Bitcoin companies. It's when you use a debit card or a credit card that they, they give some payment, you know, whatever. They the bank gets a cut of whatever Visa is getting for that um, for that transaction, and so the way that a lot of the times the banks are trying to attract customers or give them some sort of return or yield on their money that they're holding with them, they pass some of that on to their to their customer too. So, um, just making up numbers. Let's say. Um, you know, the bank, when you swipe your debit card gets 3% and then they pass that, you know, a third of that onto you as a 1% cash back thing. Um, and we see that with a, like a lot of credit cards and, and debit cards and everything. There's a lot of, um, a lot of rewards programs. I, that's why I have my, I've got one of those chase Amazon cards. I've had it for mm-hmm. ages. It's, they give you 5% back off at Amazon. And for someone like me that does a lot of their purchasing on Amazon, uh, it's pretty good. A pretty good return on, on if you're spending money anyway, you can get decent chunk back. And then they offer like 3% back on like gas and restaurants and I think like pharmacies and a couple other places. And then 1% back for everything else. Um, so let's say that like on average I'm getting 2% back for using that credit card. Yeah. And I know fold has the spinny wheel thing and stuff that you can, you can do to increase the amount of sat you're getting back. But Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't think you're overall getting any better return than like that 2% that I'm getting for like the chase card. Um, because it's the same system. And now while they might gamify it and, and make it so that you can get a lot more in one fell swoop, you know, they're not losing money on this deal and they're probably running the same, you know, margins as, as anybody else overall. I'm not saying that's like they're cheating you or anything. I'm just saying this is just what it is. Yeah. Um, but the big selling point that a lot of people have for Fold is that they're offering cash back uh, rewards in Bitcoin. So, you know, you, you swipe your debit card somewhere and you get one or 2% back of that purchase in Bitcoin that you can eventually withdraw. Now, I think there's like a kind of a holding period before you can withdraw that Bitcoin. There's a minimum amount, but like, I, I, I don't really care about that for the purposes of this conversation. Um, or even outside because, I mean, it's not like you're going to have three Bitcoin and rewards on there or something. Um, so who cares if you're custodying a little bit of Bitcoin 
on fold that you don't like. It's just gravy. Catch yeah. back anyway. I um, probably have some sets in there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, it's kind of a tight rope to walk type tight rope to walk. I don't want to yeah. downplay, well, you know, yeah. managing your own keys and everything, but also I think like it's just become a cliche without any sort of thought. Like, and we've talked about this before. I think there's a time and a place to hold Bitcoin on an exchange, especially if you're on zero makes life a little bit easier. Um, now there might be ways eventually where you don't have to custody anything with them, but like if you're willing to keep a couple months worth of expenses in a checking account with bank XYZ, then I don't see why you would really bat an eye at keeping a couple months of expenses with strike. Right. Um, I probably trust strike a little bit more. Yeah. Not to steal my money than someone like bank of America or something. You know, it's not like I trust them 10 times as much. It's probably more like 5% more. Right. Because they're dealing with the bank. They're all working with the banking system too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I, I kind of went off on a tangent there. So, so you get, you make this payment, you swipe your debit card and you get this cash back reward for it, um, in Bitcoin. So that's good. But if you're just using like your normie credit card instead of fold, um, the benefit of, of what you can do and this has come. This is just with using a credit card anyway. Um, is that you don't have to actually pay that credit card off for like between thirty and sixty days, pretty right. much. Depending on when you bought it in the month. So my credit card set up that um, the period's over. I think it's like the fourth of the month. Or the third of the month, someone somewhere like for let's call it the first of the month, or the thirty, you know, the 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 last day of the month that 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 uh, statement closes, and then I have a payment I have to make, and the payments due at the end of the next month. So if I made a charge on that card on the last day of that statement cycle, then I've got thirty days to pay it off. Uh, basically, if I did it the first day of the payments then i've got like two months to pay it off Mm -hmm. um so that means you know if i'm converting everything into bitcoin right away by paycheck i'm basically able to delay um selling off that bitcoin for a month or two um now and where we've been so far you know the price has been dropping so um I'm not necessarily getting a great advantage there, but you know, when the price booms up, historic and this is not proof that it's going to do this again, but historically, we've had like meteoric rises in the price of Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Um, and so being able to hold on to your Bitcoin for another month or two during that um, probably makes the difference between um whether or not your uh, that previous paycheck pays for not only this month's credit card bill, but the next like three or four months credit card bills. 
Um, so, and then these rewards that you're getting for the normie credit card thing, all you can just put them into paying paying off your balance a little bit. So right. I just did that today. I saw I had like a hundred bucks, um, in rewards on my credit card, and I just redeemed them and just said, "Take it off my my balance." So that means that's a little bit less Bitcoin I have to sell. It's a little bit of Bitcoin that I've held on to that I bought previously that I'm now able to hold on to for longer, as opposed to getting, you know fresh Bitcoin at that moment, but also having to have, well, either if I'm not on zero and you have to have, you know, liquid dollars in your checking account to be able to pay for whatever you're buying at that moment, because it's a debit card versus being able to delay actually having to, to get rid of dump my wealth into paying off this thing. So, um, I think if you're using fold, I think this is something you should think about when it comes to like optimizing your strategy, whether you're on zero or not. But I think it's it's very important for people that are on zero. Um, just let you hold on to your Bitcoin for longer and, mm-hmm. and hold on to more of your Bitcoin and buy Bitcoin um, at an earlier date. Buy more Bitcoin at an earlier date. Does that all make sense? Did I uh, skip over yeah. anything? Or no, no. Is there anything no, to disagree I think about? It's pretty clear. No, and like you said, it's not like it's the end of the world. In my opinion, like you want your Bitcoin rewards, fine. Yeah, I'm just saying that it's like, yeah, it, it's it's neat to be able to get Bitcoin rewards and everything, and um, but it's probably not optimal. Right now, in some cases, someone might you know be a, a fringe example and say, "Actually, and this works out better for me," and that, that's fine. But these fees you pay can start adding up. So if you can kind of get two percent cash back and use that to cover some of the fees, that's not a bad deal. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it just goes to gives a good example of why like using using debt um, and credit can be such a valuable tool. Um, especially when there's an appreciating asset that you want to hold, um, Mm -hmm. instead of dollars, uh, it's, it's, I know we've talked about this ad nauseum. Everyone knows about my tractors and my HELOC at this point. Um, but like if, if you have line, you know, lines of credit available to you that have really low interest rates, um, then like, why would you not want to just delay actually paying them off? If you can like have a bill, you know, a sizable chunk of money that you have to pay, let's say it's like a tax bill and you can delay paying that off, um, for, you know, a couple of years and you can buy, instead of paying that debt down or paying that bill, you buy Bitcoin instead and then you pay a little bit more uh, in a couple of years from now because of the interest rate. Mm-hmm. Like, what would, would you rather have? Would you rather have that debt wiped clean, or would you rather have Bitcoin? Right. So, um, you know, obviously, everyone's situation is a little bit different. Uh, if you don't own a house and have some equity, or, I mean, although who knows, you might not even need equity in these markets 
get a HELOC, then maybe, maybe you're not, you know, doing that. But I mean, if you're banked, I think most, most banks are offering, uh, uncollateralized lines of credit. So like, go use them. It's weird because for the longest time I was all about not being in debt. And like, that's kind of traditionally when, when you have healthy stuff, you don't, want to take out unnecessary debt like this. Um, And usually, I mean, the market takes care of this because interest rates will, you know, handle that very well. Um, So you don't really, I think it'll be a moot point when things go, start getting better in the world. Sound like you had something to say, Slappy, about probably Yeah, no, no, just, uh, you know, I think, um, I don't think there's, yeah, I don't know. I I think that's all correct. Like, um, now if you're, um, I don't know if your finances are kind of a mess or you're not earning enough money, you should get things in order. Right. Make sure you're living within your means. Make sure... You know, I wouldn't recommend someone who's, uh, although, you know, well, it's a tough one, but, but if you're really living like paycheck to paycheck to take out a ton of debt might be not a bad play, but it's kind of hard to recommend that. If you're screwed anyway, then like, yeah, I know, I know maybe roll that's the, dice. the thing, like, especially if you can, dice, but that's, like... it's hard to get, like, I'm not giving that advice. I don't know. Right. We're like, not, we're not giving advice to to do that we're saying really what it is 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 if you have the cash flows to be able to manage the service the service of this debt then yes now there's obviously some risk to it you know you take out a loan um to buy bitcoin as opposed to pay off this big chunk i mean the price of bitcoin could go down when the bills do, and maybe you just get another line of credit to, put, <laughs> to, to, to float it. Uh, but then you're doubling down on it and it could get worse. Uh, now, one thing I want to say, we're talking about this lines of credit and, and getting debt and, and getting loans is that um, this is not advice or an advertisement to use a Bitcoin collateralized loan. I still think they are a bad idea because you're risking your Bitcoin and you're risking way more Bitcoin um, than you're getting out of this loan. And also, the interest rates you're getting are probably not better or not much better at least than you would from just going to your bank, your local bank or credit union or something and getting out an unsecured loan from them or something. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to risk your Bitcoin. You don't have to worry something- about the Bitcoin. Yeah, if something goes crazy and they say, "Oh, you know what? We're we're locking you out of this," and it's like, "Okay, then you just eat the debt I owe you," as opposed to if you've got a Bitcoin collateralized loan and they say, "Yeah, we got problems. We're just you're done. We're cutting you off." They have your Bitcoin. Um, also, they have your Bitcoin if the price of Bitcoin drops and you can't cover the additional. Uh, um, collateral call or collateral uh, requirements because as the price of Bitcoin goes down you've got to maintain that uh, that mm-hmm. ratio 
And so you got to be start sending them more and more Bitcoin. And as the price keeps going down, you got to keep sending them more and more Bitcoin until there's a point where you might not be able to send them anymore. And at that point, you get called and you, they take all your Bitcoin. Yep. It's not because they're evil. Um, it's because what it's you agreed just, to. Right. That's the contract that you signed up for. So, um, yeah. Like, I, I don't think it's a good idea to risk your Bitcoin. You have the Bitcoin. It took a lot of work to get it. Um, you know, you earned that. Don't go gambling it. Don't go risking it. Um, yeah. Uh, so, please, when you're thinking about this stuff or, or listening to this, please don't think I'm saying to, to leverage your Bitcoin. Leverage stuff like fiat debt. That <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, which if we expect inflation will be easier to cover in the future. Right, right. Depending on the terms of the loan. I mean, again, if they call it right away, you're kind of stuck. That was what the underwater houses and stuff. Yep. Yeah, I mean that too. Like, don't go and be an idiot and like buy 15 mortgages thinking that the you know you're going to be able to service this because the price is going to go up and you're going to sell it when it's when yeah. it's 10 times the price of what it's worth now which is a nice plan except for when it doesn't happen and you didn't have any equity in the house and now they call it and you're stuck yep yeah yeah so like i said i i think i said like unsecured loans uncollateralized loan mm-hmm. that means that you're not putting anything up to get that yeah, line of credit. Like, what happens if you file bankruptcy? Like, can they, can they like say you bought Bitcoin cause it was KYC and you have to pay it back? I don't know. Cause you could probably, probably. I mean, <laughs> not that I'm recommending like crushing and going into bankruptcy, but can they, they can't, I mean, they can't take your Bitcoin. If you have, they can't take your Bitcoin, but they can, I mean, there's other legal things they can do. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I would not expect if you have KYC Bitcoin, um, Which whether or not you still do. have the Bitcoin, <laughs> yeah. but um, I would not assume that if you declare that bankruptcy outside of bankruptcy, right, that they would just be like, oh, we're going to we're going to look at all your assets you have, except for Bitcoin, because yeah, all this you know, money you sent to strike, I guess that disappeared. Yeah. So, yeah, and that's another thing where it's like that I would consider that trying like kind of a way of leveraging your Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, right. Exactly. And don't do that. So, I don't know. Um, we didn't quite go we 25 minutes about talking about Bitcoin. Half hour, it's all about yeah. nonsense. So, it's good enough for me. Yeah. That's a batting average. Then that's that's, uh, that's yeah, that's better than Ted Williams. So yeah, who wasn't that good? No, not as good as us, obviously. Right. Good on our level, man. You know, he had a quote or something, or I think he had a quote where he said something like, "You know, if you're not batting over 300, then you just don't deserve to be in the major leagues." Yeah, I mean, so professional hitter there. Come on. Right. 
So, all right, that's all I got. Um, do you have anything else, Slappy? No, I got nothing. Okay. So, the show notes page. Week. Yeah. Show notes page for this episode is mcflugel.com slash 322. Also, get on zero, episode number 28. I don't really think we'll have uh, anything in the show notes page for this, um, for links and everything other than, other than the normal stuff. But I will say that I think you should go and check out the website, if nothing else, than to see the pictures that I put up for each episode, because I think I'm pretty clever about stuff. And sometimes everything has to do with the episode or what the topic is. And sometimes it's a little bit uh, out there. Yeah. So um, I'm wondering if people get some of these jokes sometimes. Probably not. Yeah. Like the uh, like two episodes ago where the picture for the episode was a tin can. What do we do two episodes ago? The uh, 10 year anniversary episode. Oh. Do you know why that's there, Slappy? No, no idea. Do you know how like different anniversary years? Are yeah, like- that's what I kind of assumed is 10, yeah. 10 years. Well, I didn't get yeah. there yet. That will be. Oh, yeah. You wouldn't. Next call. year for me. There you go. So get your get Mrs. Jones a uh, nice tin can and say happy anniversary. Also, oh, aluminum. Put that too. episode. I'm going to put that 10 year anniversary episode on a CD and get rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, wrap it in aluminum foil because aluminum is also the 10 year anniversary. Oh, there you go. Metal we'll too. Both. Yep. So yeah. So all you. Uh, all you men out there, uh, nearing your ten-year anniversaries, we just we just made ideas. the gift idea really yeah. easy for you. Just need a CD and uh, <laughs> a way to download episode number three hundred twenty. I guess it was on that CD and hand it over to your wife. And She'll love it. Yeah, that's you'll have tens of more years left Easily. in your marriage if you do that. Easily. Yeah. So, all right, that's all I got. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next week. Peace.